Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody <laughs> with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the second hour of the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. And I'm Captain Mickey, and producing is Jake. All right, let's head over to Lake Houston Way. Let's check in with old John Littleton this morning see what he's up to. John, good morning. What's going on? Hey, good morning. Man, not a whole heck of a lot. You know, just hanging out, listening to the show this morning. Yeah, well. It's a pretty good little morning. You know, it feels like. Yeah, yeah it is. Gonna change. I hear we got we got a little change coming. So you know that ought to make it good for hunting at least, maybe. Yes, you it know? will. Get them, get them white tails out there stirring around a little bit. So get some ducks in here, and hey, it'd be nice. Yeah. Be nice to be able yeah. to put a jacket on and go hunting instead of hunting in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna go up tomorrow evening, and you know it's youth weekend, and see if the granddaughter can see something and check the cameras and all that good stuff. And but uh, you know we we uh, you know we went and looked at that other property the other day, and we ended up gonna putting a stand and a feeder up, and we haven't been back. That was. But two weeks ago, no, last week. Yeah. But uh, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll just see. It was spur of the moment thing that came up and ran out of time, and you know. But heck, I will. We'll go. We'll go check it out and see what's see what's coming in there at least anyhow. So mm-hmm. you know. But uh, had some good sign. You know, saw a good. A good rub on a tree, and uh, you know, saw some fresh tracks, and so you know, it had a little promise to it. But uh, we'll go up there and check it out and see what's up. And uh, 
I know what's up. What's not up is Lake Houston. You know, right. they, it's still down. It's it's coming up. You know, they pulled the lake down to inspect the dam, and you know, uh, it's just bad. It's never a good time. Put it that way. No. But uh, you know, it's just bad timing. But uh, you know, I checked it this morning. It's still down. Oh, it looks like to me it's down about seven, maybe eight inches, you know, yeah. which is a lot for Lake Houston. Right. You know, so, uh, and they get that big high school tournament tomorrow out there, and I know they'll have over 100 boats. So, uh, you know, I think today they can go out and pre-fish today. So, and we had a big rain yesterday. So a lot of... It's going to be a challenge. I, you know, that's what I, I hate sometimes. You know, we get a a new group of people come and they fish Lake Houston and they have a bad experience. And then, oh, man, everybody hates Lake Houston, you know. So uh, it gets a bad rap sometimes, I guess, is what I'm saying. But it, Yeah, you got to give it more than one lake. or two shots, you know. Yeah, it's, it's actually a good lake, you know. You know, it's not a Conroe or Rayburn or Toledo Bend by any means, but it, you know, you want to just come out and catch a variety of fish, uh, you can, you know. You can get you a mixed bag if you just want to go out and fish, you know, during the day or something. But, uh, but I, you know, I, I hope those kids do good. You know, I, they'll catch them. Some, you know, it's always like that, even with us. Somebody will catch them. You know, they'll find a little back pocket or a little creek or something that's, you know, got a little water moving in it, and they'll catch them a fish or two. Uh, I don't think it's going to take a whole lot. 10, 12 pounds probably, you know, probably, if you can get 10, 12 pounds, you'll probably do real good in that tournament. Just from experience, you know, from, uh, you know, if I was fishing it or whatever. But uh, but I I hadn't been out myself. I've been stuck over in Louisiana again this week. I may as well just move over there, but I'm not, you know. Well, y'all got a lot of work going on over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it, It's just, I mean, it's really good, you know. It's just I try to go and stay a day or two and. Yeah, and then come back, and then go stay a day or so, and come back, and it's just you know, yeah, it's 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 real good, you know. It's great for the company, you know. It's just, and I complain, but I don't mind. I mean, heck, it ain't, you know. What am I going to do? Go catch all the fish in the world? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, Hey, I heard y'all talking about a thirty-inch trout. So, what mm-hmm. what what does that fish normally weigh? An average thirty-inch. It trout? depends on what part of the coast you catch it on. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, down south where that fish was caught. I mean, I don't know whether they weighed it or not. I, you know, I've caught. I actually caught one down there one time. It was like thirty-one and a quarter, and it weighed seven twelve. And if I'd have caught that up here, it would have been, it would busted 10 pounds easily. It may have been 11, depending on the time of the year. Those fish, right. 
You know, the farther south you go, the longer and the leaner those fish are. They don't have the shoulders and the stubby tails on them, you know, that big base by the tail, like our fish on the upper right. coast. Um, Matagorda's a, you know, I've seen a few big ones, you know, broad fish like that out of the Port O'Connor area, but most time that was caught in mm. West Matagorda Bay. East Matagorda Bay has some stubby, you know, long stubby fish that weigh a lot. Galveston, yeah, Sabine. I've seen some some mammoths like that over in, in Calcasieu also. But it's like right. you get farther down the coast, and it depends on the time of year. Those fish will weigh out real good down south in February and March, and uh, then they get leaner as the year goes on. They get real snaky. Right. I think probably well, the skinniest like fish bass, I ever caught too. was in Rockport, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like a bass then, I guess, you know? Yeah. Some, you know, it's just... Depends you can, on the lake, you, can you know? To, yeah, you can go to Fayette and catch... I've caught fish over 24 and, un, you know, like 23 and a half at Fayette. And the biggest fish was, wasn't even 24 inches, but it was heaviest fish, you know? So... uh you know, it just like you said, I guess. And I was just always wondering. I'm pitching a pitcher in a, a, you know, a, a, a trout that's, you know, a lot longer. But it, you know, to me, I was thinking maybe eleven, twelve pounds. But yeah. you know, and I guess they could get like that. Oh, they but, do on on occasion. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's some. I haven't seen too many thirty-inch bass, but you know, there's there's probably some twenty twenty-five-inch yeah know, ones thirty-inch bass. Man, you talk about boy, that'd be a that'd be a giant. Yeah, yeah, it would probably be a freak of nature and only weigh about eight pounds or something. You know, and you catch those big old heads, you know, and long skinny bodies, you know, uh, you know, bass too. But yeah. But it's it was um, oh December a couple of years ago we were on some pretty good fish at Fayette and uh, you know it just it and that's how it was you know you catch some twenty twenty one inch fish that man you thought they were you know eight nine pounds you know mm-hmm. they were just fat 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 fish you know and then you catch one that's twenty Two twenty-three, and it's like, you know, it's like maybe five pounds. So, but I guess they just not. Maybe they were on a diet or something. I don't know, you know. And that's got a lot to do, you know, to do with it—the bait fish and you know, that kind of thing. And right in the system they come out of, what their nutrients are, what they're eating, how much they swim, they're having to move a lot. Right. Well, yeah, we're going to get up to Fayette in a couple of weeks and fish a couple of days. We always, we're about 20 miles from the lake, you know, where we hunting at, and uh, I'll bring my boat up there, and we'll break off a day or two and go fish Fayette, you yeah. know, so, or go make a hunt in the morning and then go fish, you know, just something to, to kill the time the rest of the day. You know, so right. <clears throat> no. Hopefully, 
has Bob been catching any, or has he said I hadn't? It's been spotty. He's uh, he's just waiting yeah. on the water to cool down. You know, get it kicked off and going good. I didn't get to talk to Bob this morning. He didn't pick up. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We, you know, I fished that lake since the second day it was open. So you know, it's it's been years and years and years. It's been a good lake. But you can go up there. But you know, we we. We still can't forget about good old Lake Houston right here in our. No, it's so it's right here, convenient and close by. You know, spend some time fishing it and learn it. You can have some quick trips. You don't have to pull forever. Yeah, you know, and I was talking to a a a couple dads about three weeks ago about Lake Houston. They were coming and they had never been and you know to Lake Houston and anything and. They live in the Conroe area, you know, and I go, man, you know, y'all, and they always go to Conroe, which is, you know, fine, you know, and I go, man, you need to venture out and come over and, you know, fish. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's just with anything, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, don't just come out there one day and, you know, think that, oh, man, I, you know, didn't get a bite or whatever, you know, just. You know, you got to give it some time. Put your time in. Get out there and ride around and look at some different areas. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people launch a boat and they they'll run to the dam or they'll run up to either East Fork or West Fork. Right. There's a lot of good fishing right there around the boat dock and the boat ramp. So you know, there's a lot of release fish. So you know, you can go in there and catch some. You know. I mean, it's it gets restocked yeah. all the time. So, yeah. All right, yeah, John. Well, I got to roll, my friend. If uh, somebody okay. wants to give you a call, throw them, throw them your number out. Sure, they can call me on my cell, 281-222-8544. Just give me a call. All right, my friend. Well, you have a all good right. day and a good weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Get this old cold front right. in here and change things up. You bet you, man. Oh, yeah. It will. All right, John. See you, buddy. All right. We'll see you. Thank you. All right. All right. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 520 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to Texas City and check in with our good friend, Mr. Dave Fremont at Boyd's One Stop and the Texas City Dyke. Good morning, Dave. What's up? Good morning, Mickey. How are you, man? I'm doing okay. I'm slapping a few mosquitoes out here on the dike, but that's... Oh, that's don't get me started on them. I have never seen them like they are right now in my house. It's crazy. I'll... I was very disappointed. I'm very, well, I was downright mad because we didn't get that rain yesterday. And all that would have done was brought in a new crop of them devils. But, uh, I had, I thought we were going to get that rain, Mickey. I went out yesterday morning and I looked at, I looked at what few plants that we still had living. And I went, man, I'm going to, I'm going to water them just a little bit. And I know there's rain coming, so I ain't going to put too much to it, but, I watered those plants. I no sooner than I dropped that hose on the rack and and stepped inside, and it started 
raining and I was laughing and telling my wife, I said, well, it's here. Hmm. And then like a switch, it turned off. And I think we got like a 16th of an inch. (laughs) Oh man, that was it. That was, that was, that was it. That was the whole thing. And then I, cause I looked at the radar earlier and it was like, oh yeah, baby, it's coming, you know, it's going to be good. And then, uh, you know, they've been talking up this supposedly a real, real cold front that we're going to get next week. And, Oh, that disappointed me. But uh, anyway, we won't get that mosquito batch that we probably would have if we'd have got a, a good inch of rain or so. But they're out here this morning. They are out here in force. There's plenty. I stepped out just a little while uh, out at the end to kind of take a look at the water conditions and stuff and then made my way on back to the store and uh, and stepped out there. I, and then I walked in and was talking to Alberto and I looked down in that bait tank and I said, "Oh, I got to get a picture of this and send you one of the, one of those." Is that your hand that that shrimp was laying in? No, no, that was Alberto's hand. I said, "Man, grab one of those things and let me let me get a picture of it. I'll drop my camera in the water if I try to do it all by myself." <laughs> and and, uh, and that's that is every bit of a probably like a U10 and 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 a bunch of a bunch of nine twelves. That is that is just absolutely unbelievable on how big those those shrimp are that we're getting now for live and that is not going to make about anybody happy <laughs> well <laughs> and, it, uh, it is what it is i mean the hammer said the same thing you know he's talking about the bait that he got the other day to go fishing and they were all just like he said you could put saddles on them big old shrimp. i know i was i was listening to y'all of course uh as I was heading into town this morning, and I, when I heard him say that, I said, uh-oh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if, if we're not loaded up with some big shrimp, too. And these are every bit as big as I've seen. Uh, that's, this is about as big as, as we'll, we'll see them. If U10s are, are colossal, and then the NAC yeah. aren't much smaller. But that's that's good in terms of uh, for table shrimp and eating, and my goodness, we we've got plenty of that uh, going on right now. That's so it. All, Take all them big U10s fishing, and uh, hey, when you drain the live well, when you get in, head them and take them home and cook them. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean they're uh, well, you saw it. They're just a beautiful shrimp, just a beautiful, and you can you it. can hear. It. You can hear them in that bait well bumping against the end of the tank. <laughs> they are, are you put boxing gloves on them shrimp and put them under a popping <laughs> cork. They'll go down there and take yeah. care of business for you. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it tells me, though. It tells me that there's some big fish out there waiting to eat them, too. I it's just, you. uh I mean, when they're like that, you put one of them on there and you got a little faith and you throw it out there, you hang on because you're liable to get one of your fish of a lifetime because they're they are they're excellent bait when you get in the right spot but uh they're boy they're pricey when you start thinking of numbers per pint and quart and that's just just like what hammer was saying they're just you ain't going to fit too many of them in uh in a (laughs) pint cup that's for sure you just well i I noticed alberto was selling a lot of finger mullets so i think that's probably the bait of choice right now um uh Ben's croakers are on the slide. We don't have any live croaker, but I think because of all oh, the few people that are going out and catching flounder now, they, uh, they're they using finger mullet. Of course, you get 
maybe sell them by the dozen, but it's still a cheaper and better bang for your buck in terms of live bait right now. But it'll all average out. But anyway, that's pretty pretty cool. I'm looking at, oh, what is it, 79 degrees. Good grief. I thought that, that was over with. I thought uh, I thought we were going to stay in some pretty cooler t- temperatures, especially at, at nighttime temperatures. But we'll see what a week does and see if the weatherman don't let us down again. I know. And, uh, that last front, it just didn't stick around long. It didn't. And, you know, when we start, now we start talking about, man, this is really going to be a, a cold one. And then we say, yeah, it's liable to get 48, 49. Well, <laughs> that ain't just like, that ain't like it used to be. Well, I'm looking at I the mean, revised 10-day forecast next Wednesday. It's going to be 39 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. In Houston, that's I'm, in Houston. It'll be a little warmer on the coast, but still. Yeah. Well, if anything, it'll switch the wind around, and give us a cool breeze, move some stuff out, and blow some things down, blow a little water out of the marsh, and maybe something will happen. We'll see. And then uh, just kind of, kind of cool, cool the earth down a little bit. It's just been so blistering hot, and then we, then we had that little spell that come through. It was so good, everybody was all frisky and happy, and then boom, we're back to eighty degree temperatures in the middle of the night. Yeah, so, the muggy, you know, a very humid, woo! muggy eighty degrees. You ain't kidding. Well, me. Monday, uh, north at twenty five. Monday, north at twenty. Tuesday, and north at fifteen on Wednesday. And that is going to be uh, a week from this weekend or uh, from this yeah, Monday? Yeah, next or, week. Okay. Yeah, next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, yes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Sounds good, Will. That's going to, that's going to make something happen and just just knock that temperature down a little bit. I don't know if it's going to have any rain with it or not. Maybe so. We'll see. Uh, they've, they're throwing in some... Uh, about a 40% chance on Monday when that front arrives, 30% yeah. Sunday ahead of it. So we shall yeah. see. Well, all right. Well, as far as fishing on the on the Texas City Dyke and near nearby, it's been a little bit quiet with the exception of the same old, same old. We've been getting some bull reds. And, uh, oh, a couple, couple days ago I got a, a good report and some pictures from some folks that had went out on one of the wooden piers on the, I call it the left side of the dike going out. Uh, they had some uh, bull reds and some black drum that they caught. And they, I don't believe they had been ever gotten into them like that before or caught any of those big fish, but they, they really, really had a good time out there. And other folks are uh, doing the same thing on the rocks. Now, I did sneak out to the to the very end a while ago and, and made my turn there around the north east corner and there's a bunch of people piled up there and i know what they're doing they're catching them croaker mickey so there's some there's some croaker in uh, moving now around the dike and they anytime you see them stacked up like that especially this time of the morning with small rods they're out there catching them old golden croaker so i'm glad to see that yes, there sir. was probably a Probably ten or twelve cars piled up in that one spot back there. It's rough fishing. Uh, you got to be prepared. Uh, well, with light tackle and light sinkers, uh, lightweight, you uh, you're going to lose some tackle. But most of the time, it's just a bare necessity in terms of a hook and a a lightweight leader if you're going to use anything at all, and a couple of split shots or whatever. And and uh, 
and go out there with some small pieces of shrimp or cut bait and catch some of them sweet meat golden croaker. Can you imagine how much terminal tackles on the bottom out there? I I would I tell you when when those blue northers used to come in back back when we were a kid and it would blow the water all the way out to the north jetty, uh, you could walk walk out there with five gallon bucket and just get all the weight you needed for the next year or two, you know. So that that's an indication. Same way around the floodgate, just unreal on like you say on how much uh, how much tackle is piled up down there, but. Uh, I imagine it probably accounts for a few extra inches in the uh, in the tidal, uh, the water level, <laughs> as far as offsetting the water. It's just a lot, a lot of lead in that water. But uh, you it's know, been back going in the on. day when uh, everybody threw mirror lures in the winter time, me and Daryl Skillern and a few others, we were over uh, fishing Sylvan Beach behind a real hard norther. All that. Uh, Wind had blown the water out, and water was cold, and them big old trout were stacked up over there in them pier pilings. And you'd look down through there, and it looked like Christmas ornaments hanging on them pier pilings where people had broken <laughs> mirror lures off. I don't know how many mirror lures we pulled off those pilings that day. You could have you yeah. could have filled up a Tupperware box full of hundreds of them. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there was a cable that ran. Oh, submerged out at the end of the dike where, where, where the lighted pier used to be. And if you didn't watch it, you'd make a wrong cast and you would cross over that <laughs> underwater pilot and you would be hung. Or one day a big crew boat got, I don't know how, but they got tangled up in that cable and they got to yanking on that thing and pulling it. And they kept pulling it until it came up close to where the pier was. And we were out there mm-hmm. and they, it was actually out of the water and there was a gazillion lures and hooks and weights and you name it and we were out there with flyers and they let us cut as much as we could cut off in about five or ten minutes before they cut that thing loose and uh, dropped it back down they couldn't get it out it was huge and it's there forever <laughs> but it's uh it's a mess but anyway just more old memories mickey uh real quick i know how you are on getting pressed for time uh i just wanted to pass on that jason's got a tremendous shrimp sale going on these shrimp sale uh shrimp tails uh three different sizes he's going to have them in santa fe and it's, and the best thing to do is call 945-409-945-4001 that's the main number and uh there's a menu i think if you hit number five you can make reservations for saturday and or sunday and i suggest that because uh there's a lot of people calling in and that way you don't have to make the drive and we go oops we've run completely out so uh they're big nine twelves it's these big big old shrimp we've got in the bait tank and then we've also we've also uh i say nine twelves but 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 in tails they're 1620s a nine twelve mm-hmm. with his head popped off is a 1620 and then we've also got some uh oh i don't have the numbers in front of me the next size down and then we actually got some that are some of those uh like u10s we've got some of those but they're in the tails so I think the the old reliable nine twelves sixteen twenties with uh, as their tail are uh, six dollars and fifty cents a pound. So you can't beat it. And we're selling them in five no, pound bags. So throw that out there real quick. And man, they are mighty good looking shrimp. And we are just just a, a great deal right now on shrimp. And there's thank, thank goodness they're they're plentiful right now where we're getting them and uh, and we've got them handy. But that's the ticket. I'm sticking with it. There you go, buddy. All right, Dave, it's always a pleasure talking to you. 
down there at 227 Dyke Road. Can't miss it. Yes, sir. A high point of my week to say howdy to you and everybody uh, on Friday morning. Y'all have a great Likewise. weekend. Great weekend. Be safe and talk to you next week. You got it, bud. Thank you, Dave. You have a good weekend. See you, man. Oh. All right. That's Mr. Dave Fremont down in Texas City from Boyd's One Stops. Time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. Now let's go down G-Town Way and let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman this morning. Hillman, what's up? Not a lot. Fixing to hit it. Fixing to go get after it. Yeah, Yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) Fired up. Yes, sir. Fired up. I I need some new wiper blades, man. These things are sad. There's some moisture in there this morning. I can't see anything through my windshield. Not one little hole I'm looking through. <laughs> <laughs> limping in. Nothing limping like in limping. limping out. That's it. Limping in the gad business. Well, it hadn't rained right. in so long. Everybody's wipers are bad. Yeah, rain went all around us yesterday. Well, last time I had my tires rotated, it discount they uh they they have wiper blade specials and they put put a pair on mine about a year ago and they're still good man they're they're some fine blades i don't know what yeah. brand they are but if i ever need blades again i'm gonna go get my tires rotated pay them to do it. <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> uh well it looks like a nice morning i like southeast at about seven or eight yeah it's, it, it's doable man yeah I think yesterday morning I really screwed up. We, uh, I let my guys know around I think four thirty yesterday morning. It was just like eighteen, and and uh, there is that I'm catching most of my fish. I can't I can't handle a lot of wind. Right. Uh, it just won't be that good. Not drifting anyway, and and uh, so we we pulled the plug on yesterday. And then I went back to bed and got up and. Huh. Oh, he just cut off, didn't he? Get him, get him back, man. He's having. I know he's not at home. He's on the road. So usually at his house, it'll do that. I've had that happen before. Nice technology. But we shall get Steve back. Talk some more fishing in Galveston Bay, and uh, go from there. That's uh, that time of year. We need this front to come through, and boy, that'll. It'll even uh, pile these fish up better. It'll congregate them. We'll get them. All right, here we go. Let's try that again, Steve. Okay, I don't know what happened. Well, I know what happened. I know what kind of phone you got, so go on. Continue on. Don't let's not talk about that. (laughs) Hey, Bob laughs at us. We cussing each other on different brands of phones. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, uh, God, I don't remember what I was saying now. But anyway, fishing, fishing, uh. It's been decent, I guess. I mean, we're, you know, we're catching. I mean, if you want to say we're catching limits every day, we're catching limits almost every day. If you're keeping, you know, it's right. it's fine. I mean, most days, 15, 16 legal trout, bunch of throwbacks. 
uh, did have throwbacks. one slow day. A lot, a lot of bites. About half, yeah, about half and half, about half and half on the ratio these days. But uh, right. and the, when I say throwbacks, a lot of these fish are are right at fifteen. I mean, some of them are like fifteen and an eight, that kind of stuff. But they're yeah. not throwbacks by much if you're if you're killing, I guess. But and then uh, uh, Sunday, I had a, a really tough day. You know, I fished seven days in a row through Monday. Mm-hmm. And then I canceled the last three days. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about canceling yesterday. I shouldn't have, but anyway, it doesn't really matter. But uh, I was worried about that wind, and it, it never really got horrible. Uh, and it never rained either. But uh, at any rate, so I fished uh, all the way through Monday, even fished last Saturday, and, and uh, it was it was pretty good fishing every day uh, except for Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a Jason Thrasher and his his customer. And, and I think we only had four or five keepers that day. And uh, it was really weird because, I mean, I hit some areas. I've been catching some fish. and I knew with the warm-up they'd be spread out, and they were. But they just I couldn't get them going. And we don't ever fish a long time. We come in at like 1130, 12 uh, but, uh, with his trips. But the, the rest of the, the other six days were, were pretty good. Um, like I said, you know, if you want to talk about limits and all this kind of stuff and we got them and all this kind of stuff yeah. that, you know i guess it was good but uh and but no size to them really uh we've had a, a few fish here in galveston mixed in 20 21 inch range mm. um and then uh the reds uh some days i can get the slot reds uh some days they just vanish it's like uh monday at uh wayne and buzzy and and trout fishing was pretty easy, and I guess around 9.30, we pulled off the trout and and, uh, and spent the next three or four hours trying to catch a slot red. We caught a couple of rats and caught a nice flounder, but couldn't catch any slot reds. It was blowing a little bit Monday by then, and and uh, we're, um, for the trout, we're, we're still just catching some shallow and some deep, and everything over shell and scattered shell. And everything pretty much on paddle tails, uh, slamming chicken, bass assassins, and chicken on a chain, <clears throat> excuse me. And then uh, when those days got calm there for, for a stretch, the water got real green, sun was up high, we'd catch a lot on chartreuse silver glitter and just just the good old standard straight lime truce, which <laughs> that, that color is so simple, but man, it <laughs> yeah. works. Especially in this bay, it's like all those years we we're talking about the other day. All those years back Forever. in East Bay, when East Bay was so good for years and years and years, and hell, even Trinity. But man, you could go to East Bay with two colors. You go there with a, with a straight lime lime truce rat tail, or a, or a red shad bass assassin. Those are the only two colors you needed. That's it. Still is if you throw it. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about East Bay. <laughs> There's like two patches of fish over there, you know, but uh, it, it's different than it used to be. But yeah, it, you're right. If you still, if everybody just sometimes simple is better. We we tend to make things too complicated sometimes. You got all these new colors, new, you know. Well, yeah, you got to have your whole boat stuff. full of everything under the rainbow, bud. That's yeah. I'm the biggest sucker for all that. I mean, I got every color there is. I mean, every soft plastic, hard bait. You know, it, and I end up throwing almost the same thing every time I go. I 
purple exactly bass right. assassin. A, pur- a purple little John with a white tip on it. <laughs> well, and the one thing I see more than anything is 98% of the time is the Indian more than it's the arrow. True. You know, if it, it's all really all about who's who's behind that reel, you know. Mm. But uh, I've got some guys like Hell Craig the other day. He's throwing a straight rat tail uh, plum assassin. And uh, I hadn't thrown that in a couple of years. Not a dip tail or anything, just straight plum. And I'm, I told him, I said, man, and he had a heavier jig head on than I did. I said, man, you, you know, kind of need to go a little bit lighter on the jig head. And they're really hitting paddle tails better, blah, blah, blah. And I think he had, he had three or four in the boat before me and Melissa caught the first one, you know. But right. uh, but he's, he's a good fisherman, too. You know, just a lot of times it's just who, who's who's operating the reel, you know. But, but, uh, but no, trout fishing's been okay. Um, and then the, the reds, we're still on the calm days. We're still going out in the middle and, and messing with those, those schools of, of oversized reds. They, they don't really have any slots in them. About the smallest one I can catch out of them is like 29 and a half. Um, yeah. But it's fun for, for clients, you know, to go out there and I just nose them around into them and they hook up and take pictures and release them. You know, there's, there's quite a few schools to choose from these days. I wish they were slots. I wish they were slots, but they're they're all overs. <laughs> but uh, I did catch. I said I only I haven't caught many decent trout here. I haven't. Um, uh, I guess what day was it? Saturday. Saturday. Uh, Corey Quarles just by himself. A guy books me by himself on rare Saturdays. You know, normally I take Saturdays off, but. We went to Matagorda Saturday, and we caught some really solid fish. We waited and drifted, and mm-hmm. we caught caught them both ways. But our, our bigger fish actually came out of the boat, and I caught one that was uh, 25 inches, which, of course, you know, it's not a giant by any stretch, but it's a solid fish. But it didn't weigh anything. It just it weighed a little over four and a quarter on the bogo. Yeah. But uh, and then we had some 21 to 23 inch trout we let go too, but uh, that was that was pretty good day and we had i think one twenty-seven inch red we spent a long time looking for reds and, and couldn't really get on the reds like i'd been on down there but uh those reds are funny man they just they disappear on you and then they show up and you can't get away from them it's crazy here today gone tomorrow it's really weird but uh but that's about it man like i said catching some stuff shallow some some fish uh we're catching out and six seven foot of water still i mean water got back up to 78 degrees here we are almost november but, uh, and the fish aren't tightened up like they were as as you would expect right you know with these warm-ups but they're hanging in the same areas they're in the same areas it's like they're trying to get in their fall pattern and they'll they'll hang out you know near where they where where they'll get after the next front you just have to go to those areas and fan your cast more and cover more water and try to hit a few more on the head. They're just not pocketed up like they will be after this next front. Well, it's uh front coming in. This is what the flounder enthusiasts have been waiting on all fall. And uh, now it's going to come in and flounder season is going to be closed. Isn't that something? Remember two years ago, that yep. same thing happened. Yes, sir. Unreal. And we've got some flounder, man. We're uh, I'm not fishing. Well, I say I'm not fishing for them. 
I've got a couple little nook and cranny places where we, we've been hitting, and, and we're catching like one to four keeper flounder a day and mm-hmm. a couple of throwbacks. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about flounder, but it seems like we have a lot of flounder back in our bays and upstream and stuff. So Yeah, they ain't fallen yet. I mean, they, they ain't yeah. the real yeah, movement hadn't ta- even started. Yeah, so I say it's going to take a couple of, you know, real fronts to, to really get them kick-started, I guess. But, uh, and then we, we're still catching a lot of little male, <clears throat> little male flounder, 13, 13 and a half inches. But, uh, that's about it, man. Making it work. I mean, it's not, it's not bad fishing. Some days it's pretty good. Some days you got to work for them. Yep. I'm, I'm moving around a bunch. I'm, I'm doing a lot of different things. I'm, I'm really, you know, I call it just rotating my crops. So trying not to lean on any one spot too much. Of course, some days you have to go back to the well because you can't get bit anywhere else. True. But I'm not one to just sit there and anchor on something and live on something. I just can't. No, you're, you're, uh, you're fishing it wisely. You're not beating it up. Man, it's, it's not just that. I just I have a hard time looking at the same thing. It's just call it ADD, whatever you want. I can't I can't sit in the same spot very long. I gotta <laughs> no, I gotta go tough. do something, you know. But uh, but Corey caught some on top. He had a pretty good topwater bite going in that fog the other day. Right. Uh, I couldn't believe how foggy it was down in Matagorda. My God, I mean we couldn't see fifty yards. But uh, we jumped out on a little patch of shell I hadn't fished since shoot probably last March, and uh, I showed him where it was, and he walked straight to it started catching them on top. A half of them were throwbacks. We had some 18, 19 inches mixed in, but he was throwing a little white, uh, solid white, um, Super Spook Jr. Yeah, Spook Jr., yeah. Yeah. That's a good little bait. Saw, I've seen some yeah, really he, good fish caught off that little bait. Yeah, man. He put it on my butt that morning with top water. Then I, I did okay once I put a worm on, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but well it's hard to man there ain't many baits that can outfish a, a soft plastic it no just, it's, it's, it's right for consistency you can't you go know, wrong if the soft plastics in the right hands you know somebody that knows how that's to right. work them properly that's a dead that's bait. right that's right and then i had a waterloo made me a, a six nine carbon mag you know i've got a couple of six six carbon mags but I had him make me a, a six nine. You with like a it? Fast tip. Oh my god, this rod—it's insane. Awesome. It's so sensitive, and it's got a little bit, a uh, lot better backbone than HP Light. You know, that HP Light's a better worm rod. It's not as versatile. That carbon mag—you throw a—you throw a twitch bait, a worm, top water, whatever. Corky, but, uh, all that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm loving this rod. Well, cool. All right, Hillman, I'm out of time, buddy. If somebody Man, wants to uh, call you, yeah, it went by quick, didn't it? Somebody wants to give you a call about fishing with you, how they get a hold of you, man. 409-256-7937. All right, brother. Hillman, have a good day. Catch him up. Good luck. All right, man. Thanks, Mickey. See you. Thank you. All right. That's Captain Steve Hillman. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. We'll, we'll be back bright and early in the morning at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.